Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. It's me, uh, Michael Newland, and I'm John. <laughs> um, I totally forgot I was going to tell you when you do that, but it's me, Andrew. Um, and uh, this week we've done it. Um, there's no reason to try to trick you up on years or tell you any information about what might have happened around this release because we've been talking about it all week on our socials. So hopefully you follow us on those. We'll get to that in a minute. But we are talking about the toy that changed everything everything if you had anything going on in your life this just changed it um when the nintendo entertainment system was released um this is this is everything so we're talking about nintendo this week it's going to be great and we have the one person that i've tried to keep off of this podcast as long as i possibly could (laughs) Um, but when we started talking about nintendo i knew we had to have him on we've got clint Oh, over wow. here he's actually on this side of me if i can remember if you're watching us um we've got clint <laughs> from the dorksman and geek together here to talk so uh clint introduce yourself well well first of all thank you for such a prestigious introduction i'm glad i finally wiggled and fought my way on but it is a pleasure to be here with the brothers newland uh hello everybody i'm collector clint on twitter and instagram part of the four dorksmen at the underscore dorksman and geek together same name, geek underscore together on oh, Twitter. Yeah, I forgot four dark. Oh, you're wearing your 40. I was going to wear my toy rewind shirt and I'm like, ah, that might, I don't want to be too cheesy, but I'm glad you did. Cause it looks really good <laughs> on you. Um, but I love my shirt too. That's the, like one of the few red shirts I own. It looks great. So, uh, T public, by the way, if you want to get a toy rewind t-shirt, they're yeah, fabulous. Or a Dorseman or a geek together shirt. Yeah. Check them out. Yeah. Geek together's there. Three beers and I'm like, there's tons of great podcasts. on there. So anyway, my point is, um, that's who I am. And it is a pleasure to be here to talk about, the toy that changed it all. Well, you're, we're happy to have you on. Um, I do have a quick question. We're going to get into socials here in a second, John, but I got a question for Clint. Um, what podcast have you not been on now? Oh, there's there's been plenty. Don't worry. Um, I still got, you know, like right now, I know uh, the, the brothers Sully are recording Movie Rewind. Haven't been on that. Oh, you haven't been on that one. Yeah. No, yeah. no. I don't. So, you know, there's, there's, there's plenty. Don't worry. Well, there you go. They are they are listeners, so maybe this is your your way to get on. So, oh yeah, you know, that, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, it's not like we don't talk to the guys all the no, time or anything. No. So yeah. I'm sorry to miss what they're doing. I like what they're doing. So give them a listen as well. Yeah, give them a listen. Um, well, obviously, we'll go through all the podcasts at the end, like we do all the sure, time. So sure. All right, John. If uh, somebody wanted to follow us, how could they do that? I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I do know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you can check us out on our website, toyrewindpodcast.com. You can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch are all toyrewindpod. And then you got our Facebook group and our YouTube, which is Toy Rewind Podcast. Uh, you can look us up on those. We do stream our toy box showcases when we have them. Uh, to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Uh, as always, with a lot of us, we have our podcast bingo, uh, podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind. Uh, and then I guess we have some news for a collector showcase possibly coming up or something. 
Yeah, we're working on details to get Clutcher Showcase. It will either be this Monday or the following Monday. I'm trying to finalize a few things. Very um, cool. And, and make sure that your guys' schedules work with that. Um, and then yep. back back <laughs> to talk about the Toy Box Showcases. So I don't know if you guys Ooh, have nice. ever seen these. These um, no. Ekkies, they're, they're like little tiki Mm-hmm. There are a lot of little tiki's. I've got a, a Batman somewhere behind me. Who knows where he's at? Um, Love the shelves. Love and it. so I've got all the turtles. Um, actually, I'm waiting for two. Once I have those, we will do an unboxing. Uh, so, And we're going to take a look at all of them. So four turtles, Shredder, Splinter, and a special Michelangelo that's a black and white uh, version. So um, that's going to be coming. So if you want to know anything about that, Follow us on those socials because that's how we're going to tell you. We don't plan the toy box showcases. They just happen. Like, right. like, like literally I messaged them or they'll message me and be like, Hey, who can do one? Who can do what? Can we do something? Let's like, do something. Is anyone available at this time? Yeah. So um, actually my message a lot of times is anybody home. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. so yeah, just, just get on that and uh, follow us. That way you know what's going on. All right. So now, uh, for, like I said, for the Monday collector showcase, um, follow us. Like I said, it'll either be this Monday or the following. Just trying to get a few things lined up, but we will be back trying to get those in a little more, a little more regular. But we are going to be we. It's inconsistent because we are doing groups of them, kind of like little series. So, and then we'll take a little break, and then we'll come back and do a little series. So, yeah, that's how that's working. So, be Very prepared cool. for that. Um, all right, our fun for all question. We're just going to jump right into this. Sometimes we do fun for all questions where we uh, like to talk about different things that are happening um, or different like lines, different little questions that we have, just lots of fun stuff. Or this one, we're staying completely on topic. So um, <laughs> try not to do the dorksman thing and get off topic right off early. So, uh, <laughs> That's what we're known for. It, definitely. So this week, our fun for all question. And we actually, I'm going to, I got to. While you guys are going through this, I got to pull up. I meant to try to do this on Twitter. Um, we actually asked this like seven different times this week in the last mm-hmm. two days. Um, we will, and we're going to read off some of your responses that you've got. I know Clint actually pushed some out um, this week on social. And so the question, what are your top five NES <laughs> games? And I know this is hard because I think I sent you guys a number. Was it 702 or 705 games? It was over, yeah, over 700. It, it's sure. it's yeah. 700 plus. So, I mean, to limit that down to five. 706. Could, 706. Could be a little difficult. So, uh, Clint, as our guest, we're going to let you go first. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you. First of all, um, yeah, you said it. it's hard to pick. and uh, But the thing is, I think I have a very solidified top 10 it's just a little wavering from there. So I actually made a list two years ago, dug it up, and it still holds holds truth. So I'm going to go through them five up to one. Uh, again, you know, don't hold me to these. So number five is Metroid. I thought that game was awesome. Um, at the time, it actually still kind of holds up if you go back and play it now. Um, you know, it's a very, it, it's Nintendo hard. It takes a long time to get through. So definitely have that up there. Mega Man 3. I had to pick a Mega Man. I mean, Mega Man's awesome. Uh, three, just the one where we first had sliding, first had Proto Man. Uh, and so I think it's the first one I ever actually got all the way through before going back and playing them. So that's the one I figured you going to pick that one. Number three is kind of my dark horse pick, and nobody ever seems to know what this is, but it's called Star Tropics. And it's a very, it, it, Andrew's face explains it all right Star there. Star Tropics. <laughs> I, yeah. I was doing the same thing. So fair enough. Um, so Star Tropics, the way I describe it is it's like, it's like Zelda meets um 
I don't know what else it means, but it's it's a very Zelda-like game, and it's about this character named Mike who goes to these different islands to rescue his uncle, and he has to fight monsters and aliens and everything else along the way, and his weapons are like a yo-yo and a boomerang, and it's really neat how they did it. Um, it was actually a ton of fun, and I loved it. I, I've played it more than once. I've played it as an adult again. You know, I have the second one, which isn't as good, but still fun, and it's a Nintendo um, first, you know, first per, first party, however you say that. Um <laughs> It's their game. It's not a, like somebody else did it and put it on the Nintendo. It's Nintendo's game. So okay. if you're ever looking for something new to play on the NES, Star um, Tropics is amazing. Sounds, sounds pretty good, yeah. Okay. I loved it. Okay. Um, by, by the way, the one thing you had to do is to enter a secret code. You had to put the instruction, the booklet, in water to have the code appear. It was pretty cool they did that. But anyway. Oh, nice. <laughs> Days before Google, right? Yeah. Uh, number two is kind of its predecessor, the original Legend of Zelda. Just mm-hmm. love that game. I, again, another one that kind of still holds up, even though the graphics are horrible in comparison to where they are today but okay 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 gameplay is still there for sure i'll, I'll let that pass oh i, I, I again i it, it, i still play it in fact i love yeah. when ryan asian tony stark still I, plays it yeah so i love watching so. his stream when he plays so okay exactly. number one number, number one. one if anybody listens to dorksman you're gonna be huge you're gonna be very surprised to hear this it's punch out <laughs> <laughs> absolutely still today love this game love the series love the uh love all of them and, uh, you know, it's more of a puzzle game than a sports game, but it's a fun game nonetheless. It is. Yeah. All right, Michael. Yeah. All right. Yeah, mine. Uh, start number five. It was uh, RBI Baseball. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big baseball fan, so I really enjoyed playing that one. Um, another one that we, I think, every week, every weekend, we went and rented a game here and there, and it was always DuckTales. Yes. We rented that every <laughs> – we went to Blockbuster, rented that one out for – we. We did that for quite a while Multiple before we times. actually bought the game, I think. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Ducktales, um, and then the, the the Super Mario Brothers is number three for me. The original, wait, the original, the original or, or the three? Okay, okay. the okay. first one. Okay, yeah, I, I think that's that's number three for me. And then Super Mario Brothers three would be number two. Okay, um, and so, then and then of course everybody, I think we all got the same number one, but Legend <laughs> of Zelda Probably. would be the first, would be top on yeah. that on my list. I mean, I just I love the 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 puzzle aspects of it. Absolutely, um, stuff like that. That's that's what uh, it, it kind of gets you to think. It's not just a video game, but you actually have to think about it, about things, how you do 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 some of the stuff. So, right. Yeah, right. John, that's number one for me. So, all but one were mentioned by Michael. <laughs> that's. But the funny thing is, is our top three are identical. Three, two, one. So my number five is Ducktales. Uh, number four would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wait, the, the, the first the arcade one? game, the, the original second one. one. No, he's wow, really? Original. Yes, I like the original one. Okay, I, I'm not so much with the arcade one. I like the original. Cool. Uh, I like. I mean, all about that one. We'll get into more of that later on. Uh, number three was Super Mario Brothers Originals. Uh, number two was Super Mario Brothers Three, and then number one is Legend of Zelda. All right. Um, so you're right. Your, your top three match. Um, there's a lot of duplicates that are going on in here. It's like we all grew up in the same house and had the same game. <laughs> um, this is the this is the kicker, though. Mine's going to be in a weird. It's going to be a little interesting. So number number five is Mario three for me. Okay. Um, I love that game. It's great, but it comes to number five. Number four is TMNT, the arcade game. Makes number sense. three is TMNT, the original. Right. Number two is DuckTales. And number one 
is The Adventures of Link. No, really, the second. I'm, kidding. No, I'm, second I'm completely one. kidding. I'm completely kidding. I was going to be <laughs> shocked. <laughs> um, it's the the event or uh, Legend of Zelda. it's the Legend of Zelda. I can't even think what it is now. Yeah, uh, Legend of Zelda. Um, just that one. I don't know what it is. It started. I tweeted about it today. We all played mm -hmm. it. It was great. Um, mm -hmm. I like the fact that we all three played through it and helped each other. That's right. cool. There was, there I was, was gonna no ask. Way. I was gonna ask how you guys did that on a one-player game with three of you, but okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Well, we all usually, played through it and just helped, you know. Yeah, we would all sit there and like, I mean, the maps. I think we had we made map we made, our own, the deal. We made yeah, our, our own map. We made our own map. Yeah, yeah. we wow. had the uh, the graph paper, and we would, you know, everything's a square, <laughs> so you you could draw each little scene on that graph paper, and you put it all together. We had this big whole map of the whole. Yeah. Please tell me you yeah. still have that somewhere. Oh no, it's. Oh, I wish. I, I don't think I so. Wish. That would have been so I don't cool. Know if I still have it or not? I, I mean, say, if, Michael, if Michael would, would be the one who had it if he had. If you it. ever come across it, please. <laughs> it. I would love to see it. I'd have to dig in my closet and see if I still do. I, I kind of think I'd have something, but I don't remember. I, I, I feel like maybe part of it, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. This is obviously before the Zelda books and all. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Before yeah. anything. Uh, right. Yeah. So, all right. Let's go through some of, some of the answers that we got from people, just some of the games that, that pop up. Um, these are Larry's uh, Nerd and Cheese from STS Guys um, in no particular order because he didn't order these. Um, the Legend of Zelda, Super mm -hmm. Mario Brothers 3, mm -hmm. Super Mario Brothers, Mm -hmm. uh, tech tech mobile mm -hmm. or super bowl snk baseball baseball stars so i don't know which one that one is do you know which one that one is michael uh not off the top of my head i know there's there's several different baseball games yeah. I, I i i gravitated toward the rbi yeah rbi yeah. was fun that was a good yeah. choice yeah okay I can see why so prog from secondary heroes you've got smb2 mm -hmm. uh Teenage Mutant, sorry, he put THNT, the arcade game, and it confused me for a minute, but it is TMNT, <laughs> it is, the yes. arcade game, SMB, Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland, and SMB 3. So Super Mario Brothers 3 is for, uh, he's got Super Mario Brothers 2 on there. I'm, I'm Which, that makes me yeah. proud that it, it made that list. It's a cool, it's, it's a cool yeah, game. I think that's one I just got, yeah. It's yeah. different. <laughs> it's definitely different. That's why I liked it, to be honest. Just, just like uh, yeah. Link like, is, is different. Link, you yeah, know, from, it's completely different from, from a lot of it. Yep. Just yeah. the Adventures of Link didn't work the way that <laughs> Super Mario no. Brothers 3 did. No, yeah. no uh, but I mean, it, but I did like uh, that he had um, Little Nemo in there. If you've ever played that game, I remember being a lot of fun and just being kind of, I don't know if we were just like the age or what, but it was kind of underground or under unknown. Right. Another fun yeah. one for sure. Um, here's Damien's from Geek Together, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. Battle of Olympus, River City Ransom, Contra. There's another great one, and then yep. Super Mario's Brothers three, and then the original Super Mario Brothers. So that's a, that's a solid list there. Mm -hmm. And then and then here's Ed's uh, Butt Wasted. Um, oh, he wrote them backwards. Skate or Die. So happy this made a list. Um, it yeah. probably <laughs> it probably would have been a top ten for me, but I'm glad it made it it made a number five. Doctor Mario. WWF WrestleMania, California Games, and Iron Sword Dragon Warrior 2. Another thing I like about Ed's list, none of our games were on it. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah, but I know what those games are. Oh, yeah. 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 They definitely yeah. Would, would have been up in the top. But, I mean, when you got 700 games to pick from, mm -hmm. it's just hard to pick. So there, And there, there's a lot of people that left. So I'm sorry if I left anybody off. Go check it out. 
tweet us, tweet Clint. I don't care who you tweet. Tell us what your yeah. top five are. Um, there's lots of other things. I shared DuckTales yesterday. Um, I shared Zelda today. I'll probably share another one tomorrow. It's all leading up to uh, to Mario, like quintessential Mario. So just be prepared for that. All right. Where are we at? Where are we at? Okay. So that's our top. That's our that's our five for everybody. Um, I think it. that's a that's a great podcast. We just in there. <laughs> I mean, you might be right. <laughs> all right, it is time for our toy talk. So here's where we get our history lesson from Michael, yep. and this is a this is a great history. I, I know we've talked a little bit about Nintendo's beginnings, and we're going to skip forward some of that and get into their digital age of things. So, uh, yep. Michael, take it off. So we're gonna yeah. So we're gonna t- start off in 1983. Um, so taking uh, inspiration from ColecoVision, uh, Nintendo began uh, creating a new video game console uh, that would incorporate um, a ROM cartridge format uh, for video games, as well as a central processing unit and, and physics uh, processing unit. Uh, the Family Computer, or Famicom, uh, was released in Japan in 1983, along with three games adapted from their original arcade versions. Um, it was Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., and then a Popeye game, um, and, and was very successful in 1984 in Japan. That's a um, that's another game I'm surprised didn't hit anybody's list. Was Donkey Kong, by the way? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, I kind of I know more of it playing the arcade game, so yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. instead of the the system. Ditto. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, in the early 1980s, there were several other video game consoles that grew in the U.S., uh, as well as uh, low-quality games produced by third-party developers, <laughs> um, which uh, which oversaturated the market and led to the video game crash of 1983. Um, a lot of this was, was Atari. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing that came out of that. And, and that's, just, that's exactly why I don't mention that Atari is the game changer. By yeah. the way, I Nintendo. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So um, then after the, the video game crash in 1983, uh, many American retailers considered video games a passing fad. Uh, <laughs> so they just kind of said it's, it's done with whatever. We'll, we'll move on to something else. So, uh, so Nintendo product designer uh, Lance Barr uh, retooled the Famicom console. And to avoid the stigma of video game consoles, Nintendo issued a pre-release marketing uh, with the name Nintendo Advanced Video System. Now, this was when they are trying to bring it from Japan over into the U.S. So, uh, so it was the Nintendo Advanced Video System, uh, which included a keyboard, a cassette data recorder. Oh, wow. Uh, a basic interpreter software cartridge. Um, the, the AVS also included a variety of com- computer-styled input devices, such as game pads, a uh, handheld joystick, a three-octave musical keyboard, and it had a, a zapper light gun, uh, which could actually be straightened out to make like a wand with it as well. So, oh, okay. Uh, uh, let's see. For the Wizard Games? Uh, yeah. Uh, That's right. <laughs> All the Harry Potter had come out, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the AVS uses, uses a, a wireless infrared uh, interface for all its uh, peripherals. So mm-hmm. nothing was wired. It was all wireless for this for this system, so. Um, the AVS uh, was showcased at the January 1985 Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, the attendees acknowledged the advanced technology, but responded poorly to the keyboard and wireless function- functionality. Uh, still wary of the video game crash, uh, distributors 
uh, did not apply and retailers did not place any orders for this. So wow, so the system they came out, nobody, nobody even wanted to do anything. With it. <laughs> they, they still thought it was still just a fad and it would just be a, uh, just a money pit. Uh, wow. They weren't making money off of it. So uh, saying that now is just insane. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is, yeah. So yeah, going over the, right now, this going through this history of it, you know, it, a lot of this surprised me it's just a lot of this stuff that I didn't know nothing about. So. Right. Well, we, I mean, we were all, you know, yeah, we single all, digit age. Then, yeah. so. we, we all knew, we all knew, knew it, but we didn't know what the backstory. So, mm -hmm. um, although the Famicom was a success in Japan, the American video game press was skeptical, uh, that the AVS could have any success in North America. So at the June, 1985 consumer electronic show. So six months later, uh, Nintendo returned with a stripped down, and cost reduced redesign of the AVS, having abandoned the home computer approach. So that's what they were going for with all that other right. stuff. So, right. Yeah. Uh, so Nintendo purposefully designed the system so as not to resemble a video game console, and would avoid terms associated with the game consoles, such as game packs, which were the cartridges. Mm -hmm. um, they said control deck uh, for the console, and then entertainment system for the whole platform. So it was renamed the Nintendo entertainment system, which is what we know of now. Mm -hmm. um, using a, another approach to the market, uh, the system to market the system to North America retailers as an entertainment system, Nintendo positioned the NES uh, more squarely as a, a toy, emphasizing the zapper light gun and more significantly Rob, which is robotic mm -hmm. operating buddy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I remember he, he never worked, but I remember him. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he <laughs> didn't do too well. So. Uh, so so he's a wireless toy robot that responds to special green, uh, screen flashes. Um, although Rob successfully drew a stream of retailers to the, to their booth in, 19, in, in that, that June um, show, uh, they were still unwilling to sign up uh, to distribution, distribute the console. So they were still having issues getting their confidence in the, the system to, to for retailers to pick it up. And I guess so. this is coming after that crash. So, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like yeah. they were just a little worried about it. You, it's something that's new. You don't know what's going to happen. And uh, so, yeah. 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 It, so, it, it kind of reminds me of what's going on with the collector's stuff now with the, uh, um, I can't even think of what the acronym is now. It completely left my head. <laughs> um, the non-fungible Oh, NFT. oh NFTs. Yeah. 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 NFTs. It's kind of like that. Like people were yeah. questionable. So, you know, it's yeah. interesting. So um, in a show of strength and confidence by a company that rejected re that rejects uh, positions of weakness, um, uh, an intense direct campaign ensued by, by a 12 person Nintendo SWAT team. Uh, so they had t uh, 12 of their top people in the U S uh, form this team. Um, so, Having failed to secure a retail a distributor, distributor, uh, the team would uh, deliver the NES debut itself. So they went through and, and did all this, the the the, uh, the marketing and all that stuff themselves. Uh, so um, this began a, a series of limited test market uh, launches at various metro metropolitan American cities prior to nationwide release. So. Uh, with Rob's reclassification of the NES as a toy, uh, telemarketing and shopping mall demonstrations, and a risk-free proposition to retailers, uh, did Nintendo secure enough retail support of 
of about 500 retailers in the New York and New Jersey area. Wow. Um, as the toy retail leader and key to New York, uh, the biggest and most important site was a 15 foot, 15 square foot area at FAO Schwartz. Um, this of had course. a, this had a dozen playable NES displays surrounding another giant television featuring baseball being played by real major league baseball players oh. who also signed autographs in order to anchor the curious audiences to familiar American pastime among all the surreal fantasy games. I feel, really like, had somebody, all these, I feel like somebody so. maybe tweeted about this earlier yeah. today. Yeah. Someone teased us for sure. Yeah, so that's where uh, major league baseball players helped put do this they, do, on the map. Do you by chance have any specific players that did that? No, I didn't see any names. I would okay. think more it was some Mets players or, or Yankees yeah. players being I would hope so. from New York. Sure. Um, but Interesting. It, wow. It, I didn't get any actual names. Still very uh, cool. So, but that, that I saw Smart. that and I thought that was pretty neat. So, uh, so that's the, the original baseball game. They had it up with them mm -hmm. playing it, which brought the people in to see all the other games that they had. Um, so it was pretty cool. That's pretty uh, good. Pretty cool marketing decision yeah. there. Yeah. I love that. So. That's so cool. I think uh, I think we should take take that and do that more often. Like have Batman or Turtles come and play the games that you know they're in. <laughs> yeah. The people, have some person come in dressed as Zelda. Well, you know, I mean, they have that Nintendo New York store and they do stuff like that all the time. I need all to the time. go. That would be so it's fun. fun. It's a cool, it, cool. It's a neat place to see for like 15 minutes. Unless there's something going on there, it's not that exciting oh, to be honest. So it's, it's like the M&M store in Vegas. Yes. Yeah. 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 It kind of, well, let me, I guess in a sense, but I feel like there's at least more fun, exclusive or newer <laughs> things there than there are at the M&M store. There's only so many things you can do with M&Ms, you know what I mean? Right, right. right. But, I was um, about that when she went to the, the Nintendo store up there. I've gone twice. It's a cool place. Okay. Um, you know, I like if I go to New York, I have to go. It's right next to Rockefeller Center. So it's, you know, mm -hmm. right near NBC or the Good. tree for their holidays or whatever the case is. But it's uh, it's and it's two stories. It has some cool stuff. They switch it out every time I've gone. It was different mm -hmm. and it was only like three months apart. And, uh, you know, like they had the history of the whole thing once. And uh, the other time the Yarn Yoshi game for the Wii U was out. So they had a whole display and stuff going on with that. So they still do that kind of stuff, but you know, not to the extent they did for this this baseball display and just a, sounds like I don't know a service merchandise or something yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to age it. Um, very cool. I'm sorry to interrupt. Very cool. No, no, cool it's, yeah. No, no, no. It's go good. And you know, LGN did something similar. You know, when they went to the uh, the toy fair, the New York toy fair, to introduce their their line of figures, they had a whole wrestling ring set up mm -hmm. um, yep. to, to, to showcase their, their guys. And they had, they had professional wrestlers, uh, WWF wrestlers there doing that. So right. uh, it's kind of similar. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So, um, so in a huge gamble, Nintendo offered to handle all store setup and marketing and retailers would pay nothing up front. And after 90 days would either pay for the merchandise or return it back to Nintendo uh, at Nintendo's unprecedented offer of, of risk absorption, uh, retailers signed up one by one, um, kind of saying it's it's your funeral if it works or not. So uh, they were still skeptic, but since Nintendo was offering their money back guarantee All right. after 90 days, they, they started doing it. So it's confidence uh, right there, right? Yeah, yeah, it's wow. building building their confidence there. So the Nintendo Entertainment System consisted of the deluxe set. Uh, this is the initial <laughs> library. Of about 16 games. Um, each deluxe set consisted of the control deck console, two game pads, Rob the Robot, uh, the Zapper Light Gun, and the game packs of Gyromite and Duck Hunt. 
That's mm-hmm. what all came in. Duck hunt. And the, uh, the 16 games were 10-yard fight, baseball, clue-clue land, duck hunts, excite bike, uh, which is another good one I like. Yeah, um, golf, mm-hmm. uh, gyromite, Hogan's Alley, Ice Climber, Kung Fu, yeah. Pinball, Soccer, Stack Up, Tennis, Wild Gunman, and Wrecking Crew. So those are the wow. 16 games. Yeah. I did like I, just on those original. I think all of them had that original same box art yeah. for them too, yeah. which is so cool. I like that they did that. Yeah. I remember Hogan's Alley. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, just so. a shout out to Excite Bike. Um, that is my top two track on the uh, Mario Kart. Oh, absolutely. I think it's <laughs> I my favorite. I track. totally get it. Yep. I love Agreed. that. Agreed. I so. do too. I do too. Yeah. So the, the first the first test launch was in New York City on October 18th, 1985, with an initial shipment of 100,000 units is what they sent sent for this. Uh, How much did those sell for? Uh, the initial price on those is $249. That's um, 80s money, by the way. So, yeah, yeah, that's 80s money. We're, we're, yeah. we're about to do, the, we're about to do the math. You keep going, Michael. I'll tell you when okay. I have the math done. So, <laughs> so the SWAT team faced they, – they did face some hostility from people – uh, I know this has come up here recently. I know a couple other podcasts have brought this up, but they they did face some hostility from people who resented any Japanese influenced company. Mm. So they did have some issues with that. Mm. Um, and you know, there's still even, even in today's time, there's there's issues on that. So wait, okay, just step back. How much did you say it was again? Two hundred forty nine dollars. Two forty nine. Anybody want to take a guess? As to it's how like much it's all. Today? I bet you it's like three ninety nine today. Uh, twelve hundred. Oh wait, <laughs> hold on, hold on. No, I gotta, I gotta fix my math. Um, I had the right wrong. Damn, <laughs> I had the wrong. Is that, year. is that a Nate thing? Okay, for okay. Brander, yeah. can't do math. No, no, no. I had it calculating to. Um, <laughs> Thanks 18, for that shout out. Eighteen eighty-five. Yeah, I had it at eighteen eighty-five. So uh, it's six hundred eight dollars. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. Jeez. So for all of you people that are looking to buy a PlayStation five or a Xbox, whatever number they are on now mm-hmm. um, and spending that $500, it doesn't really seem like things have changed much to be honest. Which no. is crazy right. to think about it, but yes, I mean, I mean, wow. yes, the, the price was different, but the, the inflation makes it. Yeah. Inflation, all the same. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Thank you, mom and dad for buying mine. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Shout out to mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to mom and dad. I mean, that's only $200 a kid for us. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> I guess it was, I guess it was 300 for us, but still, <laughs> thank you. So, uh, this team that they put together, they worked seven days a week from crack of dawn to the end of day. Um, all the way from what is it, October 18th, all the way up to Christmas Eve in 1985, Damn. just to push these here. So it was just every day for nine, for I think nine weeks is what it was. So uh, sales were not high enough, uh, weren't high, but uh, but they were encouraging. But uh, but Nintendo eventually said they sold nearly 90,000 units during that nine weeks. So they nearly sold, you no, know, they were about 10,000 short of selling all of them in nine weeks. Uh, so it's not bad at all. Yeah, considering the yeah, considering the price, yeah, well, everything, right? Yeah. So January 1986, Nintendo had an independent uh, research survey of 200 uh, NES owners, uh, showing that the most popular reason for buying the NES was because children wanted Rob, 
that robot. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was followed most strongly by good graphics, a <laughs> variety of games, uh, and the uniqueness and newness of the NES package. So, I mean, back then, the uh, you know the good graphics part, you know, uh -huh. it was better than Atari. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's just funny you use the term so, good graphics today. Yeah. You have to laugh when you're. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, Rob is credited as the primary factor in building initial support for the NES uh, in North America, but the accessory itself was not well received for the entertainment value. Uh, its original Famicom counterpart from Japan was already was already failing over there in Japan mm -hmm. um, at the time that North American North America was launched with the system. So it was already phasing itself out. So uh, the nationwide launch in 1986, the NES was available in two different packages. Uh, the fully featured deluxe set for $249, what we just said, and then a, a scaled down control deck package, which also included uh, which included the console, two game pads, and Super Mario Brothers, and that was it. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, see, Los Angeles was added yeah. as a second test market in February '86, uh, followed by Chicago, San Francisco, and then twelve other U.S. markets. Then nationwide by September of 1986. And how much was that one when it went nationwide? Um, I didn't. I didn't see the price for that scaled down. One. I, I think based off of what you said. Because you said Duck Hunt was part of that too, right? Because that was that Mario Duck Hunt game, right? No, the original no, was just, just Mario Brothers. Brothers. It was just yeah. Mario Brothers. Okay, mm -hmm. so the one I know the research that I did, the one that had Duck Hunt added to it, mm -hmm. um, and so also came with a game with the, or sorry, the gun was one forty nine ninety nine. Right. Yep. Yep. So that's so that's the package we got. That's the package we got. Yeah. You know. Cause, yeah. Because we didn't get it till. Uh, it was probably out a year and a half by the time we got it. I think it was so, what, so here we go. About probably probably eighty seven. Uh, <laughs> this this makes me feel a little better. That's only three hundred and sixty six dollars in today's money. So still, thanks to oh, mom and dad. Geez. Yeah, thank but, you, mom and dad. Seriously, but, you know, it's yeah. it's not the six hundred dollars. No. Nader, do you have that picture, the Christmas picture of us with it in the background somewhere? I was trying to remember what year. I think uh, that well, was, it was 87, I believe. 87 was probably, yeah. I think that's I can, when we got ours, too. I can so one of us, one yeah. of us does or mom and dad still have it. So. Yeah, I can look and see if I, I just got a new phone today. So I don't know if I have it on my phone or if it's somewhere on the computer. So we'll, if we do, we will make sure we share that out with this, obviously. Yeah. A um, couple other things real quick on the note on this history. Uh, when they got going in, in 86, uh, Nintendo obtained a distribution deal with Worlds of Wonder, uh, which levered its popular Teddy Rupskin and Laser mm. Tag products to solicit more stores to carry the NES. So they, they said, carry NES or you're not going to get Teddy Rupskin or Laser Tag, pretty much how they said it. So Wow. Because uh, so I remember largest, Teddy Ruxpin was just huge. That was, yeah. that was huge back yeah, then. Yeah, right. Uh, so the largest retailer, Sears, uh, sold it through their Christmas catalog. And then the second largest retail, Kmart, uh, sold it in 700 stores. Oh, what is Kmart? Ourselves. Yeah. And what is Sears? Yeah. I don't so know. Now, through these days. Yeah. now Sears and Kmart, we don't have either one now. So. They're just a fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the Sears here in Tyler is now a Dick's Sporting Goods. So yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. They tore the whole thing down and restructured the whole building, you know, and, and made it into that. I wonder it, if we still have a Sears. It was a Sears. Like it was a Sears when I moved to Denver. When I moved back, it was a Dick's Sporting Goods. So I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, all right, so Nintendo sold 1.1 million consoles in 1986. <laughs> a little uh, higher. 
So, so debunking what the 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 up the got retailers and said said it was a fad. They end up selling one point one million. That that's a fad, that's a fad if I've ever uh, seen it. The estimating they would have sold one point four million uh, had the inventory held out. So they ran <laughs> out of inventory before they can sell even more. So 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 this is like they do today when they release a console and you got to pre order it and fight everybody else for it. And right, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Nintendo. Apparently, you started that fad. Yeah. So on purpose or not, <laughs> they 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 earned three hundred and ten million dollars of sales out of 430 million in 1986 so they had 310 million and everybody else in the game co- game console section is what had 120,000 120 Jeez. million so wow. I mean, they pretty much doubled what everybody else had so oh, that's nuts. Gosh. like i said the, the the rest is history after that I, so. i'm telling you that's it's it's all of it and nintendo changed everything Atari screwed everything up, and it and Nintendo came in with their Superman cape or Batman cape, whatever you want to call it, and said, "I got this. Hold my beer." But can you imagine? Can you imagine going back to the ABS, which is fascinating history? I'm really glad you went over that. Can you imagine if that caught on where we'd be today? Just thinking about like it'd be totally different. Instead of having you know your Xbox or your your PlayStation, everybody would have. the home computers and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it would it's be crazy. Totally different if it did catch up. Yeah, it'd be it'd be nuts. I, I'd I'd love to see a picture of that. I need to go find that because that'd be real interesting to see. All right, so we've talked about we've talked about that we've talked about we talked about a lot of the games because we went through our top fives and everything. Mm-hmm. Seven hundred and six different games that released throughout the years, um, and yeah. I know there's a lot of talk about how much games cost now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I looked this up and games, you could get a discounted game for about 10 bucks. And this is probably why we rented uh, DuckTales two or three so times, times before we actually bought it. Um, and just a little shout out, we rented that from Blockbuster. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if, if anybody, if anybody's listening and knows what Blockbuster is, that we rented mm-hmm. it from Blockbuster. We'll so see. you can, you can get a discounted game for about $10 or you can get the new games when they released about 60 so oh, they were sixty bucks in eighties money. Sixty sixty dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah, in eighties money. So there was wow. an average. The average that I found was about forty. Um, okay, that's they, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. They they released at sixty, but they only sat there for a couple weeks before they started to drop down. Right. See, mom and dad like were that, they were definitely if we wanted a new game, they were like, "Well, you need to see if you like the game before we buy it." Which is smart. So, which is it was a big deal. We went yeah. and we rented games, and if we didn't like it, we never got it again. DuckTales, multiple <laughs> times, right? Yeah. So, I think um, they finally gave in and we're like, we're just going to buy it. Yeah. So, oh, wow. <clears throat> so what are we so looking at? Your, yeah. This is your AVS here. Yeah, that's your wow. tape, tape deck there to the left. You got your two two controllers underneath, uh, your joystick to the right, and then right underneath the joystick is your your zapper gun slash wand. This is, is. Wow. <laughs> Definitely. Look at that thing. Um, what wow. do you need the tape deck for? I didn't get. Uh, well, that's how the cartridge is. Data recorder. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of. If, I know we had a what was it an Apple or something like that, and it had in order to play some games and stuff, it was like on a tape deck, and you would put mm-hmm. it. In you had there. to listen. Yeah. 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 Holy cow! Look I, at it. I think just looks. That's an eyesore <laughs> to be anything, but okay. So 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 all right. I'm going to try to explain what this is because we're on an audio podcast. Unless you're watching, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, 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 um, explain it. The I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> trying to figure it out. Okay, so you've got the colors from the classic Nintendo. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the gray, and it looks like the bottom part of it. It's hard to tell because it could just be shadow. Looks like it's even the darker gray. It's, it's a darker it's like, yeah. gray because as I was reading over okay. that as well. So it's the, the lighter gray on top, darker gray on the bottom. And the bottom part kind of tapers down to a smaller footprint than the top yeah, part is. Sure. So, so the tape deck is just a tape deck. Looks like the normal tape recorder, except it's these colors, and you can't see the tape that's going to play in there. You've got your record, play, all those things. It's got the Nintendo branding. It even has the black bar. I love the fact that it has the black bar. Mm-hmm. They kept all of this style when they when they designed the new one. Um, the biggest part of this is this keyboard that hooks up to your TV, obviously. Um, mm. That keyboard hurts my fingers to even think about it. Oh my God, right? Um, For somebody who spends all day on a keyboard, no, no, this is not happening. Um, The the biggest change, obviously they dropped the joystick um, and the gun blaster wand thing went through a big change. But these controllers... They look like VHS tapes, small VHS tapes. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they do. Yeah, the yeah. button, all the buttons are very square. The D-pad yeah. square. It's crazy. So yeah, look that up um, if you if you're interested about this. Yeah, um, Michael, you've got access to our socials. Tweet this out. Put this out there. Okay. Um, because right. this is ridiculous. It looks like the start and select button were above the other two buttons instead of in the center. Yeah, so yep. in the middle. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. instead of your cross pad, it's just a square. A square with arrows, you just kind of press right. it whichever you just way. Kind of press, yeah, wow. whichever way you your, want. Yeah. Your A or B button are, are squares instead of round buttons. Yeah. I you guys I, you guys need to share this on your on your social. I, I can do that. I can honestly tell you if that's if that's where we're at, I don't know if I'd be a gamer because that just hurts me. Right, right. <laughs> So maybe we need to thank the retailers for uh, for passing on that. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for passing on that one and giving us the amazing uh, Nintendo Entertainment System that we did get. So, very cool. Um, all right. Now I want to I want to talk about. Obviously, we ha- we had one. Clint, you've probably had one. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. we've had multiple ones because I, I saw I saw my original one here. You've it's got your original. Everything. Yep. Um, John, I gave you a box of stuff when I moved yeah, back what? down here, and I believe was there not two in there. Mm. I think there's only one. So I may still have a box somewhere that has one in it because at one point I had two. Um, you might have the actual working one. Uh, maybe. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I don't remember. We all got to use working in parentheses, by the way. <laughs> so working. we all had it. We got ours for Christmas. Um, I was young. I was, I still remember it. Um, I don't remember vividly, but I still remember it. We got ours for Christmas, but there are some things that I do specifically remember. Um, I never played Mario. Um, really? Uh, I, I was always. I only got to play Mario when I played with you. Yeah, so that was that was part of it. Like I was just never Mario unless you guys weren't at home. Yeah, which which we were always there. It didn't have it. Um, we, I think we did a really good job. Mom and Dad did I a was, really good job. I was always how to share. Right, right. Mom and Dad did a really good job at teaching us how to share. We did a really job at sharing it. Um, nobody ever really got too much time on ours. I'm still uh, impressed how you guys handled Zelda. Like that still boggles my mind. I, I think that, and, and we do the same thing now. Like we help each other on if, if we see something or, or we play, sure. like we're, we're always we're, shout out to mom and dad about the way we were raised. Um, and then um, I was going somewhere with this and I lost my, Oh, I'm sorry. I ruined it. No, no, no. I think I was losing it anyways. Um, <laughs> You're talking oh, about you guys. So had Clint, three of- tell us, tell us about your, you're on this side. I keep forgetting on this side. Um, tell us about your, like you growing up with it. Sure. Give sure. Us, give us some stories. Um, so I, I remember the first time I played um, the NES was at my friend's house. Uh, I, I don't talk to this guy anymore. You know, 
we were young, obviously. So it's and not one of the dorksmen. Okay. It wasn't. No, it was not one of the dorksmen. <laughs> um, I, 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 I think I hope the guy's doing well, whoever he is. But he was one of those kids that kind of got everything first. You know what I mean? A spoiled kid. And I remember going over there. Oh, and I remember Rob. I remember seeing he was so cool. And they're like, oh, watch. He works with this game. And then he didn't do anything. So uh, mm-hmm. he really worked out great. But uh, I remember just seeing it, loving it there. Uh, I remember playing Tetris at his house. Uh, we, we thought the idea was to make cool designs, and we never, we never did very well. <laughs> but I was, um, I was always better at Tetris on the Game Boy than I was. Oh, I, that's, system. I mean, that's almost the yeah. only place you could play it, really. But anyway, I, I loved it, and my parents took note, and they got me one. And, I, and my little brother wasn't born yet, so it's just me in 1987 for Easter's of all of all holidays. And uh, I mean, it was great. I loved, played, like I said, played the hell out of it. My brother played the hell out of it. Somehow, still have we still have it. But that, uh, and that's when I started Mario and Duck Hunt. You know, I didn't really even think about it until then. And yeah, it's uh, all all as, as history would say, pretty cool. <laughs> Since um, then, I do I do know there's some things that have come out about Duck Hunt um, mm-hmm. in the past few years that uh, some people knew, some people didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. Specifically about the laughing dog and control of the laughing dog um, <laughs> and being able to control the ducks that mm-hmm. so i feel like we knew this we did uh, we, we, the... we would play the second because i remember i remember doing it. it so so when that came out i was like did we just figure that out or did we read it because it was in the book you just had to read the book but who read the I, books? I, I mean, as an adult i missed them but as a kid i never read them i, I would say the it was probably figured it out because someone was doing something and one of us were probably had the other controller hit it and been like, Hey, wait. <laughs> I, I also remember dad <laughs> saying, you know, not so close to the TV. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is, this is exactly where the rumor of if you sit too close to the TV, it'll ruin your eyes started. Um, mm-hmm. I've had an optometrist tell me that that's not true. So um, I don't care. Um, I'm this close to the monitor, so I was say, right, right. Close to the but, monitor all the time now. Yeah, so um, just the history of these. We played so much. Um, Michael, you played more Atari than obviously John and I did. Um, yeah. What was the big thing about this one that, I mean, besides the fact that it was just better? Um, <laughs> just you know the graphics. You know, I just you know mm-hmm. I, I grew up you know mostly with with the Atari games, and they were just kind of flat pixelated you know figures running around you know one of my favorite games on atari is i knew we were gonna get here is is an adventure you know oh i thought you were gonna talk about et well (laughs) et as well but but adventure is similar to you know it's it's similar to uh legend of zelda you know you got Mm -hmm. you got your guy and you go to these castles you gotta defeat a dragon and then you get you get a chalice or whatever and you gotta go to the next one you know and uh and it's just you're just this one color um, figure that kind of pixelated square looking figure that that mm-hmm. kind of moves across the screen, and it's it's not even even on the Nintendo with the graphics, you know, it's it's two D, but it still looks. Yeah. You can see the different you know right. depths between the yeah, figures yeah. and stuff. Where you know Atari the, was all one color, you know, had two two or three different colors on the screen, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, John. What's the one thing that you remember about this that just Uh, that's what that was in case you're wondering yeah i got that now i got uh, it. no <laughs> <laughs> one thing about this one i don't like i don't remember much about atari at all um except for the joystick uh but this one would be sitting up late at night playing and 
mom tell me to go to bed or something, and then I'd sneak back into the living room and play some more. Mm. Um, I mean, that but, happened a lot. Yeah. Turn the TV happens. all the way down, and yeah, yeah. back when the remote, remote controls, you actually use the knob, yeah. I mean, that, that, that Christmas we got Mario 3, we all went in there and had the game half played before we even woke up mom and dad <laughs> saying, hey, it's Christmas morning, can we go play um, it? I was about and to tell that story. Well, they even knew we were in there. So, yeah. <sighs> well, we did that all the time. We'd wake up, no matter what Christmas it was, we'd wake up, We'd go play with the toys. So wait, wait, wait. And wait, then our time, goal what, was to put John, them identical. Yeah, wait. You got to tell. You got to tell this right because you have to explain that we had a rule in our house that if the sun <laughs> was not up, the mm-hmm. parents, the parents were not up. Yeah. So right. therefore, we weren't allowed to wake them until the sun came up. Ooh, I, I got to. I, I got to use that rule. I still do this. <laughs> it's great. I love it. No. it's amazing. Um, so we would sneak in in the mornings, Christmas morning and open presents, look at stuff. Sorry, mom and dad. I, I know you've probably figured this out a long time ago. <laughs> I was going to say, they know, but, but, but I mean, I think we've talked about it at Christmases recently. Yeah. So um, we, and then we would try to wrap it all back up. We opened Mario three and played it for an hour at least before we went woke our parents up. So yeah. Well, most, most of our toys, you know, we, we were, they were set up, you know, I had my toys in one section. John had his in the middle, and Andrew had his on the other side. So we all we all three had three different sections, and, and half the from... toys half the toys were wrapped and half weren't. So yeah. we, mm. we actually played with the stuff that weren't, and then we put it all set up right back the way we had it, uh, the way we found <laughs> wow. it. That was and then the we went and laid back it. in bed until the sun came up, and then we went and woke mom and dad up, and then we would go and back. And this is before. Right, this is before digital cameras, so you had right. no, you know, right. you, you yeah. couldn't take a picture of it. You had to actually no. remember. I'm, I'm impressed. That's all right there. Um, so the oh, John, you were telling a story, weren't you? Yeah, I think we've already got this okay. one. Okay. <laughs> well, I was just saying that. Which is a great I, I gotta, story. I got to say, so the one thing about these games, and the one game that really changed a lot that I that I think pushes the envelope even past what Nintendo was doing at that point was the uh, TMNT, the arcade game. Mm-hmm. So when they, when they release this, you've got this chance to get a whole group of people like me. I was a huge turtle, like had wanted to play it, had a lot of fun. And then all of a sudden there was a game that you could play in an arcade that you could play at home yeah. and pick your character. Mm-hmm. I no yeah. longer was stuck to being whoever you guys didn't want to be. Like I don't want it for a chance. And I, I played Donatello. I love Donatello. His bow staff reach was great. Reach, yep. Makes um, sense. And so that's that's how I grew up. Um, matter of fact, we me and Joey from the Dorksman have talked about this many times. Um, if we got a chance to play that now, he would let me play Donatello and he would play as Leo and we'd be good. Yeah. Be good. So that just the games, all the games had something that you know, challenges and pushes the envelope more and more and more until it was too much for the 8-bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when we got 16-bit Super Nintendo. And uh, that's a whole nother podcast. So we'll talk about that at some other point. So mm. what do we need to add? Because we need to do our rankings because we have a really fun game that I'm, I'm excited about playing. So anything anybody wants to add before we before we do our rankings? You know, real quick, I just just because we're going down memory lane, uh, you know, it wasn't perfect. You know, we we talked we talked all this praise, but I mean, I, I still laugh today about blowing into the cartridges. Oh um, yes, yes, you yeah. know, um, <laughs> even though it's been told over time that that didn't work, I'm going to say, and I'm going to swear. I hope that's okay. Bullshit, because actually more degrading to the t- right. To the oh, games it, than yeah. it, it makes sense, but <laughs> so, the da- but the thing is, it works. Like we all did it, we all figured it out on our own, and it freaking appeared to have worked. So was, I don't was, know. 
there was two oh. things there. You well, three things actually. So you blow into the cartridge, you blow into the system, you got to get mm. all the dust off of it, and then right. the trick of pushing it most of the way in, <laughs> and then because they they had the little like <laughs> it wasn't completely square. It had that little rounded or not rounded, but it was like beveled a little bit. Yeah, and you just snap it in, then your game would play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? If I wasn't supposed to do that, Nintendo, why'd you make it work? Right. And, and but that's the thing. I figured it out too. It's not like I knew you back then. I didn't get to call you right. and tell you. We figured yeah. everyone figured it out on their own. So Exactly. Um a couple things we haven't talked about. Obviously, um we lo- we all love Zelda and the gold cartridge that was Zelda, mm-hmm. which yeah. was more common than the gray cartridge. Um <laughs> right. Now you would I only know that now because, you know, I was excited about having the gold and then I found out mm-hmm. oh everybody had the gold one. Um so and cool. then also, also the game genie. Yeah, I was about to mention the game genie. Oh. Yeah. yeah, the game genie. So um, I never I, had one, and so I was always jealous. But I, oh my god, I prefer to play the games without the game genie. Yeah, and, and try to beat it, and then go in and play it with game genie and have fun with it. Oh, there you go. Because then you've already beat it. Whatever, yeah. it's all good. So and then go in as invincible and really tear it up. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Makes like, sense. Oh, oh, I could have beat this in ten seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're gonna do our rankings. We gotta, we gotta rank this. Um, I have not seen your rankings for a while, so this is interesting um, to see. they're pretty, they're pretty crazy, and we haven't, we, we actually need to pull these down um, because we'll be starting our new one. All of the rankings that are here are part of our contest that's going to be happening uh, in the next couple of weeks. We're trying to get the last few things solved before we do this. But nice. um, so. Michael, should Nintendo just be number one for all of us? <laughs> because we're going to start fresh. If we're starting fresh now, but I, I don't know when. I didn't know when you were going to start fresh. So I mean, once we do our, I feel like we need to, right? We can, yeah. Okay, so all here's here's what we're going to do. All these games are, yeah, are set are all up these all the, these lines are, are set up for the thing. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to rank in here, and then if for some reason we decide that we are going to start fresh, it'll be number one for all of us. Yeah. So. Rank in here, and then I got it up here. So let's do that. Right. So, Michael? Uh, to me, with what we got listed right here, it goes. It slots in at number four for me. Number four, okay. Uh, micro Machines and Voltron, right in between there. Wow. wow. Micro okay. Machines makes it ahead. Yeah. And did you ever play the Micro Machines Nintendo game? <laughs> no, I never did play that one. I, I, I was actually fun. I remember <laughs> playing that one. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, just write that out, John. Wow. Uh, I'm surprised it was that low for Michael, but uh, I mean, we've talked, I'm not really big into the toy toys. I think this was probably one of the bigger things that I played with as a kid and everything more important than any toy. So yeah, it's number one for me. Number one. I knew that was coming. Um, (laughs) John John likes the the games aspect. He's got... He, he Nintendo, does. and then he's got board games as number board two. Board games right there. Yeah, and, Nerf, I mean, and look at Nerf being number three, Michael. Yeah, I mean, yeah, those, those are all like. I like John's idea here. I'm okay with it. Um, so I do have to say, um, this is hard for me because I love the Nintendo. I also love Legos and I love Turtles. <laughs> so this is number three for me. Okay. Um, had I not had the Legos and the Turtles, my Nintendo may have been different. I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's number three for me. So Clint, where do you rank this? 
for you? So for me, for me, it's it's just number one, obviously. And I'm looking through your lists here, and I've you know listened to some of these, and I'm not gonna lie, I've been horrible at listening to podcasts, so don't take it personal. But there's some stellar stuff on here. That's all um, right. I'm four weeks behind on the Dorksman. So well, I'm more than that on everybody's podcast, so I apologize. But I'm glad you guys are still cranking out awesome content. But it's number one for me, even though you know I loved Motu, I loved Turtles, I loved Micro Machines, I loved all that stuff. So it, it makes me smile every time I look at those lists. But Nintendo and, is hands down for me. And if you're if you're curious, go check out ToyRewindPodcast.com and look at our toy rankings. You can see where we've ranked these. Um, all of the episodes that. that we've had, they're all there. Um, so be sure you do that. All right, so there's our rankings. We got a four, a one, a three, and a one, um, which honestly does not. Those I knew that was going to be high. So mm-hmm. um, that's where they're, that's that's where we're at on that. Um, I believe. Let me check a stab at my notes here. Yeah, we're ready for a game. I really hope <laughs> I hope you guys are ready for the game um, because this is Toy Truths, but it's uh, I actually need to go and turn off this brand real quick because oh, leave it on. it's fine. It, we know it's it, number 16 there. You're fine. No, no, it interferes. It's fine. It's okay. All, all right. All um, right. So the way that this is going to work, you guys are going to um, you got to go over to private chat so you can. Uh, you can buzz in. We have 32 rounds. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a a game, a game name. And then we're going to I'm going to tell you who the developer is. I'm going to tell you the month it was released and the year it was released. One of those will be false. And as soon as you can guess what it is, all you have to do is buzz in in the chat over here with something. I don't care what it is. Um, I'll clear it out of every time. And then whoever answers the question correctly will get a point. Okay. Um, if you answer it wrong, I'll tell you if you answer it wrong. And then you have one, there's one chance to steal. So first time, if you answer it on the first two points, if you answer it on the steal, you get one point. Okay. Um, so you, so, you do not lose points if you get it wrong? No, I'm going to be okay. nice. I'm going to be Just nice. Make sure he, the rules. he hasn't got that far. I think that's the next, next round I, of games. I, I, I don't like to, I don't like to take points out. It's not as much fun. Um, like it's also more math. so these are random these are random um 32 games that i pulled out of the 706 that we have um we're gonna let clint go first um because he's our guest so clint give us a number let's let's start in the upper left hand corner there let's go number one go number one all right river city ransom it looks like something got mixed up here um, so the release or the developer is Technos Japan. So just ignore how this one might've gotten put in was Technos Japan. The release month was March and the year was 1990. One of those is false. Can you tell me which one? I'm going to take a guess at it. All right. I think it was the first one to ring in there. Tell me otherwise. Yes, you, are. But you are, you are. I'm going to say the year is wrong. The year is not wrong. It Damn. was released in 1990. John, can you give me a year? Can you give me what it might've been? Uh, okay, so <laughs> I was going to say the same thing, but I'm going to say the de- developer. The developer. Um, no, it was developed by Technos Japan, and mm. uh, it was released in January of uh, January. So, Gosh, there we I go. didn't think it was that late. I thought it was earlier. All right. Yeah. No, no, no. I think your things got put on backwards, by the way. Yeah, just yeah, it's it's probably, <laughs> probably just on that one. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay, cool. I've, uh, well, most of them are checked. So, <laughs> since, uh, since it sounds like I'm still in control, you're still in control. All right. Even though. I we would I I should win. I don't know. <laughs> 32. <laughs> 32. All right. Let's go to the other end. Um Metroid. Ooh. So Metroid was was Ooh. developed by Nintendo and released in August of 1986. Which one of these is incorrect? Ooh. Clint. 
Oh, uh, so the developer, so whoever gets, if I get this wrong, the other person's going to get it right. So awesome. Um, <laughs> right. The developers of Nintendo, I'm going to go with, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go with the year. You, so you think it was not developed in 1986? I think it was a year later. And you are correct. It was developed in 1980 or it was released in 1987. Woo. I thought that was just, and I, I got to admit, the only reason I even thought that because the man on top with his with his years made me think there that game go. had to come out a little later. So there you go. So here's thank the thing. you for the I, assist, Michael. I did give you guys a little bit of heads up to to know what what you guys needed to look at with this, but uh, this is not as easy as it looks, is it? No, no not at all. It's interesting so, though. All right, uh, give me another number. All right. Well, since the bottom seems to work better this time, let's go thirty-one. Thirty-one. All right. Indiana oh, Jones and the Temple of Doom. By the way, this was a great game. Going through the tunnels, great game. Uh, developed by Thinking Rabbit and released in December of nineteen eighty-eight. What's incorrect, John? The release month. The release month. You think it was released in, and you don't think it was released in December? Uh, no. That's incorrect, um, Michael. Uh, you buzzed in second. Temple of Doom, uh, December 88. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it's developers wrong. Uh, and you are correct. It was developed ah, by Tengen. Tengen. Wow. It was developed by Tengen. That's one point for Michael. And uh, you control the board, Michael. Um, let's do 18. 18. Michael's lucky number. Paperboy, another great game oh, like developed by yeah. East Ridge Technology and released in December of 1992. And Clint, I'm gonna go with the developers wrong. You think it's the developer? Nope, it was nope. developed by East Ridge Technology. And Michael, uh, I think it came out sooner than 92. I'm, so gonna, think, I'm gonna say it's the early year. wrong, yeah. And you're correct. It was released in nice. 1988. All right. All right. So that's another point for Michael. So right now it's Clint two, Michael two, John. Um, yeah. Michael, <laughs> you have control. Let's uh, do number three. Number three. Another good number for Michael. Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Um, Clint, you should know this one. Um, yeah. Um, this was developed by Electronic Arts, October of 1987. Clint's already buzzed in. <laughs> it is not in the game. It is not EA. <laughs> it is not EA. Uh, you're right. It is developed by Nintendo. <laughs> of course, it's developed by Nintendo. That's that's a whopping two points for Clint. Even though Clint. I did question the year when I saw that, I'm like, that came out really early. <laughs> it did. It did. And it was but, Mike Tyson's, not just the Punch Out version. So. Right. No. 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 I checked mm. that. I, I double checked on that. I believe. Oh, I believe you completely. I, because I actually had the other one in here, and I was like, oh no, that's not the one I meant to put in here. Right. So, yeah, I had to check on. All right. right. You have control of the board, Clint. Um, let's go number six. Number six. Sitting here, number six with Lemmings. Oh. Um, developed by Ocean Software in November of nine and released in November of 1990. And Michael. Lemmings. Let's go with year again. The wrong. year you are correct. It was released in 1992. Are you sure that's a Nintendo game? It is. <laughs> it was on the NES. I remember for the Super Nintendo, but never for the NES. Yeah, it, it came out originally for the, uh, for the I, NES. It makes sense, but all right. Wow. Yeah, there was some in the 90s. You know, I think they made games all the way up to 95. For the yeah, movie, I, I, for I, the I think you yeah. might even be later than that. You're right, so, though. Yeah, they, but, were, they did both of them together on both platforms. Michael, you have control of the board. Well done, Michael. 
Uh, let's do 25. Number 25. <laughs> We've got WWF WrestleMania. Mm. Um, Ed would be happy about this. Developed mm-hmm. by Namco and released in January of 1989. John. <laughs> 89. Um, I'm going to say developer. Developer, you are correct. It was developed nice. by Rare. Well done. That's a good two points for John. Just take a chance at it, John. See, that's all you got to do. I like and, it. And you have control. It's fine. You got two points. You got control of the board, too. Uh, let's go 24. 24 john's lucky number here we go mega man developed by capcom and released in december of 1990 and clint that year is wrong that year is wrong it was developed in 19 or it was released in 1987 that's clint at six points michael at four points and john at two points i mean uh, this is really still anybody's game here. oh absolutely absolutely clint, you have control uh, of the board um yeah um let's go Number 12, please. Number 12, we've got Super Mario Brothers. This is the original, um, developed by Nintendo and released in 1984, in October of 1984. John. Uh, month. No, it is not. It was released in October. All right. Clint. That's got to be here. It's, uh, that's kind of a gimme. It was released <laughs> yeah. in 1985. Right. That was kind of a gimme once, once he got that right. Yeah, once so. he got that. But it was a good guess because I... I didn't know, especially since like we mentioned, I was like, right, right. I did well, try to make mentioned. a couple of these easier. So, and we knew this one was out before the NES, which was interesting. Right. So, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, you have control of the board, Clint. I still have control. Um, let's go four. Number four, we have Totally Rad, oh. another amazing game that I hope all of you liked. Developed by, is it Acom? Sure. And I think it's AICOM and released in March of 1985. Clint? It came out much later than that. Uh, so you're talking about the year? Yes. All right. So, yes, you are right. It was released in 1991. Yeah, and the only reason I know that is the graphics are so much better. It's amazing how the same system has better graphics as time went on. But and it was still only 8-bit. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, all right. Still control of the board. Um, let's go 21. Yo, number 21. Um, this is one of my favorites, DuckTales. Uh, developed by Capcom, released in October of 1989. Did I clear that? I think I cleared you did. it. Clint? You did. Yep, you did. Um, it's the year. I believe it came out later than 89. Uh, not correct. It was no, wow. In 1989. All right. So, Michael, can you steal? A uh, month. You're right. It was right. released oh, in September. Uh, you are right. Was, oh, wow. I thought it was so much later because it was so good. And it's funny you guys keep talking about DuckTales. It was on my top 10, no question. But it's so it, it was such a good Nintendo game that they remastered it and re-released it like I, I five years ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so the story it, is there. The story is solid. Well, on all those like uh, Disney afternoon cartoon games were actually pretty fun. Like I remember Darkwing Duck, Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun games. Yeah, um, tailspin game. Yeah, yeah tailspin. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Disney did it right. All right, Michael, you have control. Good job, Michael. Uh, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. There's the twenty-eight. I couldn't find it. Skate or Die, another great game developed by Capcom and released in December of nineteen eighty-eight. Clint. 
I'm going with the developer. I don't think that's right. Let me look. You are correct. It is developed by uh, Konami. I knew it couldn't be. Remember, we we didn't even mention the Konami code, by the way. We didn't. Um, that's a little sad. We got a whole podcast about the Konami code. Oh, um, that's right. <laughs> um, right. It's control of the board is yours. Let's go eight. Number eight. For 8 Look bit. at this, Donkey Kong, Ooh. the original Donkey Kong, developed Ooh. by Nintendo and released in June of 1984. Michael. Um, Donkey Kong, 19. Uh, for the Nintendo, I want to say for Nintendo, I want to say the year's wrong. The year is wrong. It was released in 1986. Well done. All right. I was shaky on that one. Absolutely. It was it was done for the, the arcade was sooner, and then also for the uh, the Famicom over in Japan. But right, yes, it was 84. Right. By the way, did anybody appreciate Mario keeps running across? The screen? I love that. I, I'm sorry. I meant to, if I didn't mention that earlier. I meant to. I love it. <laughs> All right, Michael, you have control of the board. All right, let's do do 16. Number 16, Adventure Island 3, developed by Now Production and released in September of 1985. Can you tell me, Clint, what's wrong? The year. It came out much later than that. What was that, number 16? I got to look at it. You are correct. It was released in 1992. That's another good two points for Clint. But that is a fun game as well. All of the Adventure Islands were a lot of fun. They were. (laughs) That followed you around. Everything. (laughs) And you have control of the board. I, I got to admit, everybody who made games in the 80s had to be high on cocaine because there were some things out there. You're like, what did you come up with? Don't get me wrong. I love it. But right. what were you on? Anyway. All right. Cocaine is Apparently. a hell of a drug. And cocaine, um, cocaine's a hell of a drug. That's right. <laughs> a little callback to the dorks in there. Uh, let's go. Let's, let's close out that column and go number 20, please. Number 20. We have Tetris. Uh, developed by Konami and released in November of 1989. Clint. That's got to be developer. Um, that was number 20. That is developer because it was developed by Nintendo. You have control of the board. Oh, let's go number 23. Number 23. Before I pull it up, got a clear. Number 23. Wayne Ooh. Gretzky Hockey. Ooh, Michael. Michael's in. Um, before you <laughs> before you say what it is, it developed by Bethesda Software, released in January of 1993. What's wrong? Oh, I thought he had a confident answer. No, he's just trying to buzz <laughs> in. Oh, he's just trying to buzz Gretzky. Let's do a developer. Um, nope, it is not developer. John, here's your chance to steal and get a point. Year. It was the year. Comes. It was released in 1988. Really? Like, I, I actually thought it was going to be like 90. I knew no, it was. Yeah. Wow. It was actually early, in this earlier part of his career. Yeah. He got in there and got good. So, yeah, All he right. did. Here we go. John, you have control of the board. Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> I'm not used to that. Uh, let's go 17. Number 17. I was wondering when that was going to get picked. Ooh. Castlevania, developed Ooh. by Konami and released in June of 1987. Michael. Uh, mm, that's about right on year. I have no idea about it. Let's do month. We'll just guess month. You month. are correct. And it are to- correct. You are correct. <laughs> right. It was released in May and not June. <laughs> Way to be correct. Uh, you- right. 
<laughs> Good job. Got, I forgot got, it was a Konami game. You got lucky yeah. on that one. So uh, control of the board is yours, Michael. Uh, let's do let's do lucky number thirteen. Lucky, lucky number, number that's, thirteen. I like it. That's my lucky number. And uh, Castlevania Two: <laughs> Simon's <laughs> Quest, developed by Ocean Software, released in December of nineteen eighty-eight. John, uh, it's developer. I was going to say right. you have to get this right after that last one. Going <laughs> <laughs> back to back, all this is called like, whoa. I, I don't even <laughs> know how. I don't even know how you pulled that off to get those back to back. That's awesome. All right. That is uh, just a quick update on points. Clint has 15, Michael has nine, and John has five. So, uh, Jesus. still, still I, I think this Man. is still a close game. So, yes, uh, I agree. Uh, John, you have control of the board. 19. Number 19. Here we go. Number 19. Dr. Mario, developed by Nintendo, released in January of 1990. And Michael? Let's go with, uh, let's go with month again. You're right. It was released in October. Oh, well done. Um, just getting ready for Christmas break there for uh, for Doctor Mario, and you have control of the board. Uh, number two. Number, number two. Dos. Scroll up. Oh, this is a good one. Ninja Gaiden, developed Ooh. by Ten- uh, Tecmo, released in March of 1983. Clint, <laughs> no, I, it, that the year is way wrong. <laughs> You're right. This was released in 1989. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. Was, was it originally hoping, on on the Atari or what? I was I was hoping somebody would get would totally miss that, and you know, no. Nope. But I knew it was Tecmo, which is which is very interesting. That's right. Anyway, That's right. All right, um, control. Let's close out that line. Twenty-two, please. Number twenty-two, Super Mario Brothers Two, uh, developed by Nintendo, released in July of 1988. And Clint, going as a month on this one. 22 you are correct it was released in october look at that i gotta start a whole new line of your and the reason i the reason i know that is because i wanted it for christmas and didn't get it but they got it a little later but i remember really wanting it for christmas and not getting it because my parent or excuse me santa uh (laughs) couldn't uh make it fast enough and i couldn't get one or whatever the lie was at the time but um i really appreciated my parents still Give me an IOU, basically. So it worked out great. All so right. Here's here's where we're at. Um, Clint has 19 points. Michael has 11 points. And John has five points. John, don't feel bad. There's still 22 points left on this board. Nice. So, <laughs> so don't let up is what you're saying. Don't, don't let up. Keep going. Don't worry. All right. Clint, you have control. Stay strong. All right. Um, let's go number nine, please. Number nine. We have the great Zelda 2, The Adventure of a Link. Real, developed by Nintendo, released in August of 1988. Michael. Uh, let's do let's do month again. That's been lucky for me here lately. It, it has been lucky for you, and it's lucky again. It's wow. released in December. <laughs> well done. I did All not right. know. <laughs> this is I thought it might be a little early so well. Yeah, that 88 sounds about right for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially late 88. Yeah. 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 And you have control of the board. Just, and I want you guys to kind of envision the games that have not been mentioned yet. So, (laughs) well, let's see. We've had 20 and there's only 706. (laughs) (laughs) Michael? Uh, Let's do 11. Number 11, Contra, Contra. Developed by Konami and released in February of 1989. Clint. 89 seems too late. I'm going to go here. 89 is too late. It was released in 88. Mm. Very 
barely too late. Barely too late. Yeah. Barely too but late. Either way. Um, just like your buzz-in was, John. Just just slightly <laughs> too late. Uh, it's, you guys can't see the buzzing in, but it's getting competitive over hey, here. I, I do, wait, yeah. I do have to say before we move on, um, John, this has nothing to do with distance because Clint is a lot further away than you are. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, some of these I've been like, uh, I have no clue. <laughs> but, if uh, there were negative points in this game, it'd be a really good one. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, ignore that one, Andrew. Let's go number, da, 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 I don't know, number 27. Number 27, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, developed by Nintendo and released in June of 1989. John. The year. It is not the year. Oh. Uh, Michael. Uh, let's do... Let's do uh, developer. It is. It is developing. <laughs> You're on the fence. Like, go month again. Go month again. <laughs> it's working out for you. Keep going. <laughs> All right. Give me another one, Michael. Give me a number. Give me a number. Uh, twenty-nine. Number twenty-nine. We have the Battle of Olympus. By the way, shout out to uh, Damien for adding this to my list. Clint, you have first one, but first, uh, developed by Infinity and released in December of nineteen eighty-six. I think I'm going to guess this one wrong. I'm already calling it. I'm going year. It was developed in, or it was released in 1989. So you got that year call. Nice. Don't second guess your gut. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> you win. <laughs> um, let's go to number five. Number five. I was about to wonder when that was going to hit. Golf developed by Nintendo, released in Damn, you guys are fast. October of 1987. <laughs> Michael. Uh, go developer. I'm gonna go year. <laughs> Developer, <laughs> you're right. It's the year it was released in 1985. Wow, Remember, this was part of the original pass. Right, <laughs> right. My, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, golf was, was the original 85, the 16. It's yeah. actually part still the, fun too. Surprisingly, like, yeah, it, yeah it's held the test of time. And, and the graphics hold up. They actually did um, for a golf game. Absolutely, we don't need you know Tiger Woods face. We can just play with Mario the whole time. I'm good with that. Exactly. Go. All right, all right, Michael. Uh, you're catching up with Clint. I know. I don't like it. The dude number seven up there. Dude there number seven. Here we go. Number seven. Friday the thirteenth, developed by Atlas, released in February of nineteen ninety one. Clint. Oh, year. You're going with the year. What was that number seven? Sorry, I got. You're right. It was It was released in nineteen eighty nine. Oh, man. Here's something interesting to me about this. Mm -hmm. Why didn't they release this in October? <laughs> uh, it, it, I was thinking the same thing, and I was like, "That's got to yeah. be like a misdirection." I was, yes. I was, it was. I was really hoping that uh, somebody would guess month on that or whatever. So it's a great uh, question, but but it's like, and if you guys, I'm sure we've talked about this on the Four Dorksman. Why don't they release really scary movies in October? Why the hell did Invisible Man come out in March or you know whatever the case is? But, yeah, yeah, it's just stupid. So all right, I mean, uh, I guess they have, all came out at the same time. You couldn't enjoy them anyway. You have control. Um, Let's go number 15, please. Number 15, The Legend of Zelda, the original, developed Damn, by Nintendo and released in December of 1987. John? Uh, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, shoot. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with month. 
A month. It was released in August. Smart. Good job. Good job. It's like eighty-seven actually sounded right for that one, but I just buzzed in. I was thinking. I was thinking year because I was thinking it was going to be December eighty-six because, like you said, it was close. But I'm 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 really second-guessing the uh, negative points on this one. To be honest, to tell you, (laughs) Uh, you live and learn. We're having fun. Who cares? I just don't like to delete things or erase things. So, all right, John, give me a number: 10, 14, 26, or thirty. I like they're all even. Did you say 30, 30 John? 30? Yeah. All right. Duck Hunt, developed by Acclaim Entertainment. Damn. Released in October 1985. John? They're on it. Developer? You're right. It was developed by Nintendo. So that is another two points. Hey. John. Look at you catching up, John. Give me another number. 26. Number 26. Excite Bike, developed <laughs> by Electronic Arts. <laughs> released in October 1985. Michael? Uh, developer. You can't yeah, laugh right, during the was... question. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I know he got it either way, but it's still. I, I, I knew he had already um, he had oh, already yeah. buzzed in because it's all <laughs> so over here. I just... Before you no, no, clicked it, he buzzed in. You're yeah. good. It's just funny. <laughs> all right, Michael, 10 or 14? Uh, let's do 14. 14, Super Mario Brothers 3. John's already buzzed in. Um, Developed by by Nintendo, released in February of 1987. John? Uh, Year. You're right. It is the year. It was released in 1990. Look at you catching up. Remember the wizard? Um, And you have control of the board. (laughs) There's only one left. You was 33. We're going to go with 10. Um, Superman, developed by Nintendo, released December of 1988. Clint. It's not Nintendo. It's not Nintendo. It was developed by Kemco. And uh, John, Michael. Point one. Um, At least I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in third place, we have John with 11 points. Solid showing, John. That was like all the second half of the game, too. So you tore it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You made a run there for yes. uh, Coming in second place was Michael with uh, 18 points. 18. And then okay. coming in first place, um, how the hell do you join our podcast and still win the games? Um, Twenty-seven points. I had to count. Twenty-seven. Oh, I got okay. Steal. I was like, how to get an odd number? But that's twenty. Right. Twenty-seven points. So um, shoulda. Gosh, he wins everything. Dang it. <laughs> that was fun. That was a cool game. I'm glad you didn't stop at 10 points like you said originally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we did talk about yeah. that. I don't, time is time's going fine. It's it's looking good. So uh, there we go. That is That was our fun game. I hope that you guys enjoyed fun. I hope you guys fun. enjoyed that board because that was that was fun to build. Um, well, you'll have to do it more often because that is awesome. I, 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 I've gotten a little better about doing some of those. We have a board for our normal ones, but uh, this was – I was trying to do graphics, you know, 8-bit have fun with it you, you did great it looked great um, it was cool um, Mario was running across. Yeah. um joey i think me and you i know you're listening to this joey so um <laughs> me and you need to get together um and work out some stuff so we have some some fun things to do so uh all right um with that i gotta get back to my notes so i know what we need to do um clint it has been great having you on oh it's um, on the side of the table my friend you, yes um, I know we, we do joke around about you not coming on and trying to keep you off, but uh, <laughs> it's all in jokes. Um, and I love the fact that we have a, a fun rivalry with the Dortmund. But uh, do your shout outs. Where can people find you? Well, first of all, I, I, I'm trying to remember before I do that, you guys challenged us once and I'm trying to remember what you exactly challenged us to. It was early when you guys first got your podcast and 
damn it, it's escaping me now. And I, I told the guys, and I still want to do that challenge. So it hasn't gone completely away. So if you think of it, let us know. Let's uh, here's here's it here's what I think we need to do. I think I think Joey needs to come up with a game, and I hate to eliminate Joey out of it, but he's so good at making up games. I agree. He needs to do a game and do Family Feud type thing with the other three dorksmen, and then us three, and have some fun with that. <clears throat> Let's talk after this podcast. <laughs> Anyway, for me, uh, at Collector Clint, Twitter and Instagram, I, I, I have also Clint Crockett's my full name. You can find me there, but those accounts aren't nearly as interesting for the fun stuff we're talking about. A lot of it's political. And uh, if you don't want to interact with me on that, I am not upset about that at all. Anyway, uh, I am part of the Four Dorksman podcast. We actually are recording episode 90 this Sunday. So we have uh, really cranked through it. Please give us a follow at the underscore Dorksman and wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and, and that is for Twitter and Instagram. We have a Facebook page, but nobody updates it. So don't even worry about that. Um, as for the uh, another note with the Dorksman is we recently joined the Cross the Streams Network Media, oh, yeah. which has been a lot of fun to do with Three Beers and a Mic, the Movie Gap Podcast, a couple others. Uh, I know, you know, this is a start. This isn't an end point by any stretch. So don't be surprised if Toy Rewind gets invited sooner than later. <laughs> Regardless, though, uh, really give all those guys a listen. It's a great resource to go and see where our podcasts are, see what other podcasts are out there. Uh, you can even email us. Clint. Uh, we lost uh -oh. our audio. Oh, there you uh -oh. go. Uh -oh. You're back. You're there back. you are. I'm back. You're right. Well, anyway, I don't know where I left <laughs> off. I apologize. <laughs> um, but I'll go on and just say cross streams media. Make sure you check it out. Lots of good stuff. You can leave us a voicemail. So if anybody wants to leave us a voicemail, I'll be the first one to do it. Check out the website. <laughs> I hope you guys. Am I doing sound deep right now? <laughs> this has happened before. Give me one second. Oh, that is the best thing ever. Okay. Well. Okay. Oh, that's funny. Okay, there you go. You sound normal. Can you guys hear me? Yes, you're good. Okay, cool. Let me make sure I can hear you. Do I still sound low? No, no, you're okay. No, no, Either way, I was gonna say, How do you like me now, baby? But I didn't <sighs> get that. you got me tearing up over so here. I apologize. That's, that's happened times before. I don't, it's I'm glad we could do it here and I'll get a laugh out of it because I really, yeah. I'm gonna go back and love listening to that. That's anyway, uh, cross streams media voicemail, check that all out. And uh, I'm also part of the Geek Together podcast, like these guys who do their show on Mondays, which is awesome. Love to have you guys on the channel. I do mine on Saturday with the actual original group we talk designer toys and have out have a good time so at geek underscore together on twitter geek together pod on instagram so follow me interact with me laugh with me make fun of me whatever the case i stream on twitch with the dorksman on tuesday nights playing nintendo games for the switch i i actually went back and played some old school games before might have to do more of that after this discussion uh friday night we do uh, jackbox games just a game night just a reason for people to hang out and have a good time and you know blow off some steam on a friday night since we're still not fully back from the pandemic, if you will. Mm -hmm. So uh, come join us for any of that. We'd love to have you. And I think that's all the plugs I have. Except for your hair plugs, right? Oh, except, oh duh, but that's obvious. Um, actually, um, I say hair plugs, but I was going to actually mention your mustache. It has its own Twitter account. So It does have my own Twitter um, account, yes. It's a, little, it it's a little dormant right now, but come November, it's, it'll it's be a little not more November. It's not November. Right. So yeah, so right. be sure you're following him there. <laughs> um, John, where can people find us? Uh, check us out Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, Toy Rewind Pod, Facebook, YouTube, Toy Rewind Podcast, uh, our website, toyrewindpodcast.com. Email us, toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. And 
check out our bingo if you haven't already yes. checked it out for this deal. Not only us, but multiple other I, I podcasts do that Andrew does the podcast bingo cards for. I, I do want to so point out podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind. There's a chance you could actually play the Dorksman bingo during this one also. There actually is a little bit. You're right. You You could probably (laughs) do both at the same time. But huge shout out. We love that bingo card. And, you know, and shout out to you for keeping it up to date. It's been so much fun to go back and review and hang out. And I mean, we did our 50th. uh, We did a giveaway with the 50th episode with it because we love it so much. And people came up with some good stuff. So it's a lot of fun to do. I like I like it. Giving me something. uh, Listen, I hear new ones. We just updated. Great. Yeah, and I know you've been doing that for a while too. You've been doing it for the Funko Funcast, which oh, is yeah. awesome. That, so. Well, that's where it all started. It all started right. with the Funko Funcast. So well, very cool that you do that. It, so, um, all right. So I know you you did some. Oh, we're going to run through these other. Um, this is all the Nerd Unite kind of network. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, there's a few in here that are on cross the streams, but you're still part of the Nerd Unite. It's all. Oh, great. absolutely. Yeah. Um, you've got Geek Together. Be sure you check them out. Nerds are the average nerd podcast. The Four mm-hmm. Dorksmen. Again, check them out. They're great. Three beers and a mic. The STS guys. The Nerdy Curious. Nerd Portraits. Movie Retakes. Totally Rad Movie Podcast, which is not dead. They've done a couple. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Secondary <clears throat> Heroes. And then when you're really looking for that positivity, be sure you check out Sully over on twitch.tv slash CS Sully, not CSS Sully. Um, <laughs> I was listening to some well done. today. Yeah. Um, there's not three S's. It's no, but it's fun to say. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, this comes from a developer who I like to write CSS code all the time, which is cascading mm. style sheets. Mm. So um, that's what I see when I see his name. I see that's CSS. funny. Um, so I thought that was funny. So <laughs> well check done. all them out. Um, anywhere you get podcasts, anywhere you find something, we all connect each other. We're all just part of this big nerd exactly. network. And it's been great. It's what's got us through our pandemic. So Amen. by the way, my arm hurts. I got my shot today and my, arm Oh, hurts. well, good for yeah. you though. So, um, which just, one did you get? Uh, the number one Pfizer. So, okay. It just, it's just sore where she hit it. So. I hope that's all that you get. I do too. I hope I don't get knocked out. I don't need to do that. So um, the way I, Clint, you listen to these, the way we sign out is I usually sign out for all of us, but I want to give you a chance to sign out. And then somebody at some point needs to say the Konami code. So I don't know how that needs to work. Uh, I got, well, I, go ahead, Michael. Real, yeah, real quick. I just want to uh, do a plug for, um, I will be this, this Sunday. Oh, I will yes. be at the uh, dusty attic toy show up in Raleigh, yeah. Texas. Um, I will be there. Uh, we're there seven to two. I mean, nine to two. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably be there about about eight o'clock to set up. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, it's a toy show. Um, I'll do a, a quick little live feed before before the show opens up and 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 kind of give give an idea of what all's there. So, just something something Very cool, cool to do. And it's be- first first time to actually get out since all this since February was the yeah. last time I was at a toy show. So. so be sure you check out. That's on Instagram. He's going live on Instagram. So follow yeah. our Instagram account. So, so you're going live, you know, between eight and nine. That is Central Time, right? Yeah, Central yes. Time. Yeah, Central Time. So be sure you check that out. <laughs> I um, there's other time zones other than Central. I understood. No, I get it. But as somebody who's in a different one, I had to make yeah. sure to ask. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, awesome. Who knows what the Konami code is? Off the top of your head. <laughs> well, as somebody who's seen Record Ralph recently, it is up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, select, start. If you're doing yeah, two players. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I was looking it up because I couldn't remember what if it was select start or if it was just start. Um, so there you go. There's the Konami code. I feel like this is a complete podcast about Nintendo because it got in there. Um, so I'll let you sign out and then I'll sign it out for the rest of us real quick. Oh, I, uh, 
That's the wrong town. It's, it's Rowlett Road in Garland, Texas. Sorry. In Garland, Texas. Yeah. It's in Garland, Texas. Where Texas is a big state. The dad's so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's up in the DFW area. So, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you guys for having me. It has been an absolute pleasure. And for everybody listening, word homies. And on behalf of the Brothers Newland here at the Toy Rewind Podcast, play on. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind Podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at toyrewindpodcast.com. 